0: you bastards why are you torturing me like this why <laughs> Come
1: on! Come on! Come on! all right you primitive screwheads listen up
0: hey everybody welcome to our podcast i'm jason
1: and i'm richard
0: and this is the evil dead cast episode what episode is it Um, number episode zero negative three (laughs) (laughs) number one and we are doing an evil dead podcast to go along with the upcoming show ash versus evil dead and why would we want to do something like this because we love ash (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he is our god. We love evil. We want to I see love, him kick some butt. I love dead things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so you and I have been Evil Dead fans. We're old from the beginning. Yeah. So we watched Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2 when we were in high school. Yep, 1987. Yeah, I think that's when Evil Dead 2 came out.
1: I think Evil yeah, Dead right. came out. I remember seeing Evil Dead 2 at Tennessee House.
0: Uh, Evil Dead, I, cause, so we're going to talk about the first Evil Dead movie uh, on this episode of our podcast, this first episode. Right. I, you know, I had definitely hadn't seen that since the, the 80s. Yeah. And uh, it was interesting to watch it again. And I think that maybe when I did see it the first time, I was incredibly drunk. (laughs) (laughs) Which is the best way to watch it. Maybe so. (laughs) Because it was almost like watching a whole new movie for me. I mean, uh, I remember Ash stabbing, I guess it was Linda or, or or not Ash, the demon stab, stabbing Linda in the ankle with a pencil. Oh, that's right. Right. That that was pretty vivid in my mind because it was so messed up. But, uh, I don't remember, I didn't remember seeing a lot of the film, so it was really, really super fun to watch it again last night. Anyways, so Richard and I, were we're like huge fans of Evil Dead from way back, especially Evil Dead 2. I mean, you can tell yeah. I didn't really care that much about the first movie, but it was fun to watch again. But Evil Dead 2 is really the one. right?
1: And even I like it better than
0: Army of Darkness.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's the one everyone quotes. Yeah. It's the one everyone re- refers to when... It's the first thing you think of when you think of Evil Dead. Do you Evil like Dead. it
0: better than Army of Darkness?
1: Yeah, I yeah. do. I like Army of Darkness, but I like the Evil Dead 2 a little better. Yeah, I do too because it's
0: it's got just the right mix of slapstick and actual fucked up horror. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Army of Darkness was awesome. And, I, you know, we're going to watch that again too. And I haven't seen that in a while. I, I've seen it more recently, but not in a while. So it'll be fun to... Refresh myself, but from what I remember, it's a little more uh, slapsticky and less scary.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So I just want to talk a bit, a little bit about why I like these movies so much before we get started. I don't know if the TV show is going to have a lot of the same elements, but I think it will. Uh, mostly because Sam Raimi is behind it, you know, and mm-hmm. it's for the fans. So I'm 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 guessing they're going to pick up a lot of this stuff. But Sam Raimi has a very particular filming style that he, you know, he's done since then. He blew up and he did Spider Man's probably his biggest movie. Yeah, he's backed off of a little of these signature elements because I think he doesn't want to overwhelm the film with these crazy camera movements and yeah. things. But with Evil Dead, he he just went all out yeah. with it.
1: And I love that. His style, you know, reeks of... of, of um, slapstick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, he said it before that a lot of his style is influenced by the Three Stooges.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which is awesome because he also, like, he got into H.P. Lovecraft and I guess that's where the Necronomicon first comes up. Oh, is that right? In the Book of the Dead. And so he's into all these, like, uh uh you know really just satanic demonic evil mixed with three suges yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is really cool um so, but the filming style, like he does these techniques. I don't, I don't think we saw this particular technique that I'm going to mention in in the Evil Dead, but where you see a character in the foreground and the background seems to recede. Yeah, you know he does that mm-hmm. a lot. I don't think, I don't think he did that in the Evil Dead, but no, it definitely was, comes up in Evil Dead too.
1: In the original, you know, they didn't have much of a budget, so they couldn't do mm-hmm. a lot of tricks. But uh, they did do it. He did a lot of angles. Which, he did a lot of odd angles. Yeah.
0: Like they do in those old Batman 60s show. And then he did definitely where you have like the demon cam where it's kind of moving along and shaking, rumbling like that. Right. That's definitely something that he does. So I love his sort of really signature filming style. I love uh, the, the concepts and the... I guess execution of demonic possession because it's so it's like it's it's um, I was thinking about it. It's one reason why I like zombie movies so much is because it's just so creepy and messed up to think of someone that you care about suddenly turning on you, and this has that too. And then facing the <laughs> dilemma of what do I do now? Yeah, should I dismember this person? I mean, um, it's just really fucked up, basically. But it's fun to think about for some reason.
1: Yeah, that's that's uh, one of the reasons everyone likes horror. I think is you know what do I, what am I going to do? Yeah, in this situation,
0: what would I do? Yeah. yeah, you think about it, and you feel like I think actually this is one reason why people like to watch movies and TV show in general, but horror in particular is it gives you the feeling of terror, but you're actually safe. So yeah. you get to experience these heightened emotions without actually being in danger, and there's something that turns people on about that. Turns me on. Um, I like that they're in your face, that uh, it they're funny.
1: That's that's a huge one, why yeah. we like Evil Dead. Oh, yeah. Funny as hell. I remember the first time we watched Evil Dead, and uh, I was like, you you can't. This is a horror movie, <laughs> but it's hilarious. You can't mix the two. This is crazy. Yeah. And I fell in love with it instantly. Uh-huh. Uh, one good example is when,
0: if I remember right, Ash chops off his hand because it was yeah, possessed. And then hand. it skittered off. And then I think it like flipped over and flipped him off. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, mm. Ash himself. I think that's one of your f- in particular favorite things about it, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, he's straight out of a comic book before he was in a comic book. Yeah.
0: You, went, you dressed as Ash at least one year for yeah. Halloween.
1: Many, many years ago when I was... <laughs>
0: You kind of looked like Ash, younger right and prettier. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I could, I could, uh, I could pull it off pretty well. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I love that. We're, we're skipping around a little bit, but maybe most of you have seen the preview trailer for Ash versus Evil Dead. He's got that girdle. Yeah, which I think is great. You know, they're he's much older now, and they're gonna kind of not ignore that at all. Yeah. No. <laughs> Which is a good thing to do, not just ignore it, you know. He's got his girdle, and we have our girdles here, so we're all good. <laughs> uh, I like the look of it, how it's kind of dirty and everything is falling apart, and there's blood everywhere. It looks to be like it's going to be pretty gory. Yeah. Well, I'm just talking about the movie, the movies uh, in general, but from what we've seen from the trailer too. Yeah, the gore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's on stars. And from what I think I've heard and read, they're not... Uh, stars. is not holding them back at all. Oh. So what we saw in the preview, we saw some like stabbings and dismemberings, I think, and blood and... Gunshots. Yeah. Chainsaws. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I think it's going to, you know, they're just going to go full bore. Which I is, hope so. Yeah, awesome. And then another thing, just one last thing is I liked this is another reason why I like evil dead two and one a little better than army of darkness is that they're stuck in this little cabin and there's evil all around and there's just a few kind of helpless people. It's that siege thing and night of the living dead and also dawn of the dead both have that where you have just a few people stuck in a small area with evil all around that. It just creeps me out. So I really like that. It's a more intimate horror. <laughs> so there's one other thing I wanted to mention before we talk about what we'll be doing in the podcast. And that's because since we're talking about our history with Evil Dead, you you went to the Bubba Hotep thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think I t- told this on Walking Dead cast already, but... Richard and I, many years ago now, went to a screening for this movie called Bubba Hotep that was about, it was a small, low-budget movie about Elvis and mummies or something. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It's uh, a cult classic now, right?
1: Bruce played Elvis. Yeah. What was it about? <laughs> it was really <laughs> I'm you, crazy. Remember.
0: And I think it had to do with mummies and Elvis and an old folks home or something. Yeah. yeah. People he was, out there who, old folks who, who love this movie are, are hating us right now. But, uh, I, you know, I actually didn't care for the movie that much, but we were sitting in an audience with. Bruce Campbell and Sam Raimi was there and the guy who made Boba Hotep is uh, Don Ciccarelli or something yeah. he made Phantasm. Yeah, which people who've heard me on The Walking Dead cast have heard me That's like one of the freakiest movies I've ever seen and it kind of scarred me for life as a kid <laughs> Anyway, so we're sitting there watching Boba Hotep and, and I, I, I Thought it was just okay And then afterwards they did a QA and a session and Bruce Campbell goes up on stage and I was I wanted to ask him, why don't you do Evil Dead four? Because I love these movies and that's what I really want to see. But I know he's he was tired of being asked that question, so I was trying to think of it in a way that would make sense to be asked now, even though he's already been asked it so many times. So I thought, well, this movie Bubba Hotep is sort of a low budget comedy horror like Evil Dead. Yeah. So I thought Hey, now that you're doing movies like this again, maybe you would want to do Evil Dead 4. But the way that it came out of my mouth is, if you're doing this, why not do Evil Dead? Which came off like a huge insult. (laughs) And probably the fact that I didn't like the movie that much came through in my voice. And so, uh, he gave me a dirty look and yeah. the whole audience, yeah, everybody in the audience <laughs> was like, Ooh, yeah. how dare you? Yeah. And I felt so bad. And then, uh, <laughs> the girl next to me who I, who had, we had been flirting all night suddenly started ignoring me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not with this guy. Yeah. It was a bummer. But anyway, then the next fan was like, so why don't you do evil? Four? Yeah. And then he gave a full answer. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, Sam Raimi's busy with things like Spider-Man. But, uh, <laughs> which he instantly started promoting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm happy that they're doing this and they're, they're doing it as a series. I think is really cool. Especially now that TV has gotten so good and they can push boundaries.
1: Yeah. Well, especially with a, with a network like stars. I don't know. Stars. Well, they, they're like HBO.
0: They, they're cables. So they yeah. can just do whatever. Huh? They can be rated R. Okay. Awesome. So our plans for this episode we're gonna go over some of what we know about ash versus evil dead so far just a little bit then we're gonna talk about the first evil dead movie and then in a couple of weeks we'll do an episode with evil dead 2 we'll do army of darkness after that so we'll cover all three movies before the show starts in october and then i don't know if you want to cover the
1: new evil dead movie at some point oh that's right um It's yeah, well, you know, I mean it's it's in a completely different style. Yeah. So maybe we'll just talk about it a little
0: bit, yeah, but we won't like to devote a whole episode to it. And then once it starts in October, we'll cover each episode of Ash vs. Evil Dead as they come out.
1: Sounds like fun. Cool.
0: All right, let's move on to the news. (laughs) Those are news sounds. (laughs) Um, Okay, so it's going to start on Halloween. Halloween night? Yeah, which is a Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, so it's going to be out on it's going to be a Saturday show, which is awesome cuz then you and I can podcast on Sundays. Yeah. It's on Stars, which you mentioned already. It's 10 episodes for this first season, and they'll be 30 minutes each.
1: We were talking about that too before before we started the the cast here. That thirty minutes is a good time for something like this. Yeah. Why? Why do you think so? Because uh, you could kill something like this in an hour. Yes. You know what I mean. I can't imagine. Yeah. It's a comedy. There's only so much uh, one-liners and you know, blow to the heads and right, flying arms that you can take
0: (laughs) before it starts to get monotonous. Yeah,
1: well, yeah. Before it becomes too campy.
0: Yeah. In fact, even just watching the Evil Dead movie last night i started to feel a little like i was fading off a little bit at points yeah well there was points where it was moving a little slow Uh uh-huh and also it's just like more dismemberments and scares but not a lot of plot Mm
1: movements if you just get gore after gore after gore yeah i kept telling myself you know they only had a shoestring budget (laughs) they only had an entire crew of 37 people. It was a well-made movie for what they had. I think so too. What they could do. I
0: totally do. Like you could have, um, uh, here's another thing. You could have a movie that had the same level of effects, but not as good of uh, filmmaking techniques and script and acting, then it would suck so bad. Yeah, yeah. That's what carried (laughs) a lot of this movie was their uniqueness. Exactly. So, of course, Bruce Campbell plays Ash. It says about the series, Campbell reprises his role as Ash, the aging Lothario and chainsaw-handed monster hunter who has spent the last 30 years avoiding responsibility, maturity, and the terrors of the evil dead. When a deadite plague... So I guess that means he hasn't had to deal with the evil dead in the last 30 years? No. That's what it sounds like. When the Deadite Plague threatens to destroy all of mankind, Ash is finally forced to face his demons, personal and literal. It filmed
1: in New Zealand, I guess. Personal. Pretty simple. And literal. Yeah. So he's going to have to face... He's going to have to grow up. Why he has been avoiding responsibility for 30 years?
0: I mean, he's a, he's a really interesting guy because he's confident, but he's also kind of a buffoon.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Don't <laughs> you a, think? He's a... Well, Bruce himself describes Ash as an imbecile. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. So
0: he's got problems, which is good for TV. Good TV. It also stars Jill Marie Jones as Amanda Fisher, Michigan State Trooper. Ray Santiago as Pablo Simone Bolivar, who's an idealistic immigrant who becomes Ash's loyal sidekick, a Sancho Panza to Ash's Don Chiodi and Pablo believes in Ash's heroism, even if Ash himself doesn't. So I don't know. It's weird. Ash might have like a a self-esteem problem.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, you can see that in the movies too. He, he, he questions the decisions that he has to make, but you know what the thing about Ash is is that when his, the survival kicks in, the survival is his desire to survive. Yeah. He goes into beast mode. That's okay. That's cool about him. All right. So he'll have a lot of decision making. there's just a lot of hacking <laughs> So
0: he yeah, so I guess he's not as simple as a character as he might seem right off the bat, right because yeah, I don't he, think so he can ha- he can be surprised and anxious and also scared. discombobulated scared yeah. but yeah, then he gets into those moments where it's like okay, it's go time. He just <laughs> needs
1: uh, Pablo to push him into it.
0: Yeah, do you think it's cool that they'll have uh, this sidekick guy?
1: Yeah, I think it would work, especially if, you know, if calling him. What did him, what did he call him in the clip? Hefe?
0: Yeah, I think he said uncle, too. I don't think it's his real uncle, though. But yeah, Hefe. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, it's different, you know? We haven't really seen that in any of the movies, but I'm game. That's true. That's he's like, always been alone. Pretty much. I mean, he's got his girlfriends who... Just
1: ends up standing alone. <laughs> after everyone gets killed.
0: Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, what else? Dana DiLorenzo as Kelly Maxwell, a moody wild child, trying to outrun her past, reluctantly dragged into the fight against evil with Ash and Pablo. Kelly finds a different kind of family with her fellow deadite slayers. I wonder how
1: they're going to introduce this evil. What's it been doing for the last 30 years? Yeah. How's it going to come about? I
0: bet you somebody does something to wake it up again. You know, I don't think it's just going to show up without any kind of provocation.
1: In the movie, they used the book.
0: Yeah. And he has the book. in. He the had the preview. book in his trailer. Maybe um, Pablo starts reading it or something. Hmm. <laughs> That's the problem is it's so easy to call the evil forward. You just have to start reciting these yeah. incantations. <laughs> so next episode, we're going to get a hold of this book and start reading it to you guys. All right. Yeah. And then the demons are going to pop out of your iPhone.
1: Well, yeah. Well, they're going to pop out of ours first. <laughs> That's right.
0: You're going to hear it live. <laughs> and then there's Lucy Lawless, otherwise yes, known as Xena. Lucy. <laughs> Lucy. Who plays, it just says Ruby Nobi, So I don't know if, um, I'm going to look all this stuff up in next episode. If Maybe we'll have a little more depth,
1: but I don't know much about her character. That's exciting, you know, between her and Bruce. To be movie actor, yeah. Be movie actor and actress gods. <laughs> <laughs> She's good too. She has a
0: kind of a strength and a yeah, kind of a kick assness, of course, to her.
1: They should have hired her to play Wonder Woman. You think so? She's getting a little
0: yeah. older now. Maybe That's what Wonder Woman is. They She's got a older. skinny girl to play her. Yeah, I
1: don't <laughs> want to talk about it.
0: <laughs> what? A, let's talk Ben Affleck. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Okay, the first episode is directed by Sam
1: Raimi. Yay! Woo. Sam's the man. I think that's so cool. Do you remember when we went to Hollywood to watch the uh, the Elvis flick? Mm-hmm. We He came and he stood right next to us on the corner before he crossed the street. Do you remember that? No. Yeah, and then um, we were like, ask him a question. No, you ask him a question. <laughs> Say something. He was, he's really short. Yeah. So finally, we, I turned to him and I said... Uh, Mr. Ramey, er, really enjoy your work. He's like, thanks. And he lit a cigarette and walked across the street. <laughs> I know
0: he was there because he was in the audience. And when Bruce Campbell said, oh, he's a little busy with stuff like Spider-Man, I think he chimed in and said something.
1: Yeah.
0: You know who else was there? Did you see Phantasm?
1: When, yeah, same as you when I was a kid.
0: Yeah. I scared the crap out of me. And that tall mortician with the white hair. he His name's Angus Grimm, The He was there.
1: Ah, I think I remember that. Dude,
0: yeah. yeah, And I looked over and I had a chill. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because he's a creepy dude. Yes, he is. Let's see. It's written by Sam Raimi, Ivan Raimi's brother, Tom Speziali, who's done a bunch of TV before. Original film series producer Rob Talpert is returning to co-produce. Along with Ramy and Campbell So they're getting the gang back together
1: Yeah Rob, Rob Tappert was uh, He was responsible for a lot of what was going on mm. In the movies Really?
0: Yeah, yeah, the style of it and mm-hmm. Awesome
1: He's a big contributor
0: That's cool, I hope they can recapture the magic That's the only thing, like, this is great They got the star, they got Raimi, they got this producer guy. The only thing is, can you go back? Right. You know, and I am glad to see that they're addressing that Ash is older, that he has a sidekick. I think he lives in a trailer. They're they're not trying to do exactly what they did before, which would be to have him go to a cabin, you know?
1: Yeah, they're taking the same
0: character and just putting him in a different situation. Yeah. So that seems like a good recipe to me. It could totally suck. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) But uh, I have high hopes for it. All right. There's just been one teaser. We just, Rich and I just watched it again. You guys should uh, go online and check it out. It'll get you, get your appetite wet for it. I thought it was great.
1: It was. Yeah. It was uh, action-packed, too. I was Mm -hmm. a little surprised at how much they were giving away.
0: It definitely looked like they're going for the... Slapstick humor,
1: oh yeah, for sure. That's one of Ash's strong suits. This is one-liners.
0: Yeah, but I just hope that there's moments of because one thing you know, you see a trailer, they just throw everything at you, but in the Evil Dead movies, there's moments of silence and you know tension building, and And I hope they, yeah, yeah, and and I hope they have that kind of stuff too. But but I thought the trailer was amazing. Uh, one more thing that I just wanted to mention one of my favorite games of all time is a pretty recent game called last of us, which was kind of a zombie game, really good gameplay, very cinematic, um, emotional and scary and just an amazing game. And so they're supposedly doing a movie of that written by the same guy who wrote the game, Neil Druckmann and produced by Sam Raimi, um, but the last piece of news I could find about that was in 2014. So hopefully they're kind of noses down developing it. I hope it didn't go by the wayside, but I just thought that was interesting. We might talk about more Sam Raimi stuff
1: uh, just because he's so crucial to Evil Dead. Yeah, I need to catch up on what he's been doing.
0: Yeah, well, that's I that's I was looking up. What's he been doing? Because the last movie that he did, I think, was Drag Me to Hell. Oh, really? Yeah. That was and, a while ago. And then I think he probably had something to do with the new Evil Dead movie that came out a year or two ago, but he didn't write or direct it. So other than that, it's the series, which I think he's been working really hard on, then hopefully this Last of Us movie. But I didn't see anything else on IMDbO.
1: That think. would be a good movie. Last yeah. of Us. Yeah.
0: All right. So that's it for the news. Let's move on to our Dead Cast Top 5. This week it's Top 5 highlights for... The Evil Dead, which I think came out in 1981.
1: Yeah, filmed started filming it in 1979. Okay. But they had to spend a year and a half scraping together money so they could edit the Mm -hmm. film and find a distributor.
0: I was looking up facts about the movie, and I, I found out something I never knew, that there was a short film prototype that Raimi did. Called Within the Woods.
1: Oh yeah, I remember reading that too.
0: And it was they did it basically to promote making a bigger movie to potential investors. Bruce Campbell was in it, and so was Ellen Sandweiss, who played Cheryl in The Evil Dead. It cost sixteen hundred dollars to make, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I want to go watch it now. I know um, if we can if it's available anywhere. That's incredible.
1: You can't even buy a camera for sixteen hundred dollars. <laughs>
0: I know. That's pretty cool. We made our little movie. That was pretty much free. But,
1: well, yeah, that's true.
0: <laughs> wasn't as good. So, anyways, in general, you just watched it last night, so did I. What did you think?
1: I liked it. Overall, you know, it was it was more serious. There wasn't hardly any slapstick in it at all, which I had forgotten. And then um and then uh, you know, they they spent a lot of time on uh on the gore which I liked, mm-hmm. you know, they, I mean, there's some over the top scenes where the, it was just flowing out of pipes like a river. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See,
0: now I think that's funny,
1: <laughs> right? Yeah. My point being is that they didn't concentrate on the slapstick, but I think it kind of came across yes. as slapstick.
0: Like actually, I, I, um, I think we both feel the same way, but I would express it almost the opposite that I thought it was going to be more serious I remembered Evil Dead 1 as being the serious one and then Evil Dead 2 is when they turned it into a comedy but watching it last night it felt pretty campy
1: yeah you know it it came across as campy probably because it was the first time they've attempted this and the actors weren't you know really acting that way. I was wondering (laughs) that yeah if
0: they meant for it to be funny I Uh, think they did though maybe maybe a little bit some of it came across as that they didn't mean for it to but yeah, it's hard like, to say. If it's if it's un, unintentionally funny, then uh they got really lucky. <laughs> and I could see that too. Like I don't know for sure. But um just how over the top it is. Yeah. You know? I I got to think that they were smirking at a lot of that with the literal buckets of blood and and you know, even like segments where somebody would say we're going to be okay. And then they'd cut right to something that's very not okay. <laughs>
1: you know, they were really young. Yeah. I don't even think they were 21. Were they really that young? I think they were really young oh, when they made this. So maybe in all seriousness to the rest of us, it seemed campy because you know, they're it like teenagers be. making a movie.
0: <laughs> that's pretty funny. And they're like, Oh, everyone said it was funny. All right, let's yeah. just make it funny then. <laughs> maybe we should go in that direction. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We've already talked about some of the things I like about Evil Dead in general, but just the filming style, I like that it's a good, simple premise. You know, kids go to a cabin, they discover this evil book that calls for demons, and then they have to deal with it. Right. And I like that it was just so, I think, deliberately gratuitous and unashamedly gratuitous.
1: Oh, yeah. 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 That's his signature style. Yeah, I like that. So you had five characters, right? Scott, uh huh, the dickhead. Yeah, Ash, Linda, who was Ash's girlfriend. Right. Shelley, who was, uh, uh who was Shelly? Wait, she was Scott's girlfriend. Well, there was Shelley and Cheryl.
0: Oh, 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 okay, yeah, yeah.
1: Shelley was the one that ended up getting chopped up and buried. In Got it. And then there was Cheryl, who I think briefly mentioned. That she was Ash's sister.
0: Yes. Yeah. You caught that, or too? somebody else said your somebody sister said or it, something. yeah something yeah. like that. But I yeah I didn't realize that until that point in the movie. Yeah,
1: I didn't realize it either because mm-hmm. it didn't really, you know, he didn't seem too upset. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> hey, my sister just got possessed.
0: Well, uh, she didn't either. Well, uh, wait. So that's Shelley. No, Cheryl. Cheryl's the one. So Cheryl got she was writing and then she suddenly got possessed and drew that that door. And then after that, they're all like hanging out playing games and
1: she didn't even mention it. No. It's like, Oh, well, (laughs) yeah. Well, that's, you know, part of the, I think part of their, their their budget, I think maybe they didn't have, you know, they didn't tell, there were gaps in the story. Actually. I noticed when I was watching it, Mm -hmm. I thought, you know, they kind of skipped over that part. I guess we'll just fill it in with our imagination. Here's
0: the biggest gap that, that I couldn't help but laugh at was when they're listening to the tape of the professor saying, You know, I've found this book and it appears to have incantations when recited will call forth demons. A- and then they stop the tape because the girl wanted to turn it off because it was bothering her. Yeah. And then the guy fast forwards it a little bit and then he's reciting the incantations. <laughs> and right. I want to know how he got from the point, <laughs> about those two points, you know? It's funny that they didn't even cover it. Like what made him decide? And, and then what I also loved about that was he was reciting them so passionately. He yeah.
1: on, whatever. There's some creative editing.
0: <laughs> but it, I, that's just another thing that I think is deliberately funny because they know that you're going to be as an audience member. You're going to be going, why? What are you doing? Don't do
1: that. <laughs> Either right. Ash was like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I don't know if you already started going into your top five, but I didn't really. I'll start, okay? Okay. If you haven't heard my podcast before, I do a top five. So instead of just covering the movie chronologically and telling you the plot, which you probably already know because you just saw it, we just kind of bring up five highlights about it that we feel like talking about that we're most interested in. It doesn't even have to be positive. It can be negative. But my number five is facts about the movie. So I already talked about the short film within the woods. So there's, here's a few other things that I thought were interesting. Ramie and Campbell were longtime friends. Yeah. They grew up with each other. Right. They made a bunch of low budget films as kids. And I don't know what those were about, but I'm sure the first ones were horrible. (laughs) Um, The Wikipedia said the film was shot on location in a remote cabin located in Morristown, Tennessee in a difficult filming process that proved extremely uncomfortable for the majority of the cast and crew we got to watch the making of, but I know that Sam Raimi, they say he likes to quote unquote, torture his actors. Yeah. So he did that on Spider-Man. huh? yeah. <laughs> and I think back then too, like he would, especially with Bruce Campbell, he, if he sees him suffering, he's kind of happy.
1: <laughs> yeah. What did uh, Bruce say? He said he twisted his ankle in, in one of the scenes and then to, uh, to, to kind of up the emotion and get Bruce into the right character. Sam would like poke his ankle with a stick. <laughs> <laughs> and he'd be writhing in pain That's and screaming hilarious. out. Oh they God. would record it. That's crazy.
0: That car I want to talk about a little bit. Ash is driving a 1973 Oldsmobile Delta 88. That car was bought by Rami's father in 73 when it was brand new. And it's appeared in almost every movie he's worked on. Evil Dead, Crime Wave, Evil Dead 2, Dark Man, Army of Darkness, A Simple Plan, The Gift, Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3, and Drag Me to Help. Wow. So it's just like a little Easter egg for Raimi fans. It was also in the new Evil Dead movie. It was in some Coen Brothers movies, Blood Simple, Fargo, Raising Arizona, and The Big Lebowski.
1: No kidding, really?
0: That's what I read.
1: Huh. If well, he really increased up. the value of that card, didn't he? <laughs>
0: Yeah, That's I'm like, sure you could sell it for a lot. A good way to do it. I read that the uh Luke Skywalker's lightsaber from the original Star Wars sold at auction for $250,000. Oh my goodness.
1: <laughs> a prop that cost <laughs> a little cost piece of metal, like 5 bucks yeah, to make, yeah,
0: right? Totally. And then the last thing I thought was interesting, Joel Cohen of the Cohen brothers was an assistant editor on The Evil Dead and uh He's been friends with the Coen brothers, right? Over the years, yeah. Raimi. They worked on some things together. And uh, r- did you see A Simple Plan? No. It was a Raimi movie with, I think, Billy Bob Thornton in the snow. It came out around the same time, a-, a little bit after Fargo. And like he got filming tips from the Coen brothers for that. They wrote Hudsucker Proxy together. Um, they've had con- cameos in movies. So I just thought it was cool that they were... Ever friendly because I love the Coen brothers.
1: Yeah, I think that happens a lot in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. It's who yeah. you know, totally not what you know. It's in podcasting too. I have some good podcasting <laughs> friends. <laughs> okay, so what's your number five? Uh, I really enjoy um, Sam Raimi's filming style, how he does the, qu- the close ups, does lots of close ups on the faces, mm-hmm. lots of quick cuts. Then he does the isolated sound thing, you know, where it's mm-hmm. just one sound in your face and then uh steep angles like there was one scene in the movie where they were ash was trying to drive his sister home because she freaked out and wanted to leave the cabin but they get to the bridge and the bridge has been washed out or you know bent broken from the evil and when they get out of their car they start walking at an angle like they get the car is level in the background but they get out and they're at an angle and Mm -hmm. they're walking towards the camera and they're you know, their head crosses the hood first and then their body. And it's like, how do they do that? Yeah. That was cool. Things
0: are askew. Uh, they He plays with perspective. Yeah. And um, it, it's all about, I think this movie in a lot of different ways uh, makes us feel unsettled. Yeah. And his weird camera filming style is part of that. And, uh, you know, we were talking about how he likes to torture his actors. I almost feel like, He's torturing us a little bit watching <laughs> yeah. the movie. Like those close-ups, especially, are unsettling because you get so close to the actor and you see their fear. But also because then you can't see around them, what's going
1: on around. Yeah, them, yeah. <laughs> it takes you a minute to kind of figure out what's going on. What get your mirror really Changes yeah. the uh, the angle so quickly. Uh huh. You're looking up at him. You're looking down at him. You're looking at him sideways. Reversed. Uh-huh. Uh huh. There was all kinds of stuff he did with the camera. It was cool. Yeah,
0: I love that another thing that he does that i think is really unsettling is he he, you get to a moment where you think you're going to get to take a breather this isn't so much about filming style as it is just about storytelling technique but uh in this movie the big one was when he goes and he sees linda i think in bed asleep after she had been penciled in the ankle So you feel like, oh, there's going to be a quiet moment here. He looks down at her ankle, and then this like infection spreads over the course of about three seconds across her leg, and then she wakes up demonized. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, man, just want five minutes. Yeah. So uh, that's just Sam Raimi torturing us, I think. It's a great effect. My turn? Yeah. Well, that's actually what my number four was. My number four is this movie fucks with us. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole style is ma- made to kind of prod and poke at us and make us feel uncomfortable. It, like you said, the noises, the weird
1: camera angles. It keeps your attention too.
0: Yeah. And it's very, um, yeah, it keeps your attention because it's so unique too. Yeah. So things that we're not used to seeing, um, were were more prone to focus on uh-huh. yeah yeah he,
1: he'll he allow you to focus on things you wouldn't normally like background uh-huh objects and such
0: and i wonder uh if they'll do that in the show i mean raimi's not going to be directing every episode no but will they try to mimic his style i i hope so
1: <laughs> i hope i, hope they <laughs> I do
0: a, a little bit of it anyways yeah i i mean i want them to do the whole thing with the isolated sounds and the weird camera movements and all that. I, want I appreciated
1: that. it too. I appreciated that when they did the handheld camera stuff, they didn't shake it all around all the time. Mm-hmm. I hate when they do that.
0: Yeah. It's like, uh, it does move and, but it's not like with these new found footage movies where it's just going all yeah, over the you place. Can't
1: focus on anything. Mm hmm.
0: It's definitely, yeah, I mean, because you and I aren't filmmakers, so I bet you filmmakers could describe it better, but he does it in a way that's very particular to him. Yeah. You know, like you can see that, the kind of shots that he does and go, that looks like Sam Raimi.
1: I've seen movies that, that you know, flipping through the channels, and I'm like, well, yeah, I think that's a Sam Raimi movie. Yeah. Sure <laughs> enough, there it is. <laughs> exactly. Uh,
0: and then... Uh, then um not only just going back to the theme of how things are uneasy and the movie fucks with us, like the bench that's smacking against the door oh, when yeah. they first get there, yeah. like, and nothing else is moving anywhere around. And they're just like, huh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's odd. But it's, un- it's this feeling of unease. And then the clock is ticking way too fast. And there's a lot of abruptness in these movies. Like there's jump scares when Scotty came into the frame really quick that one time yeah, and just right after something else scary
1: had happened. Um, see, and that goes back to my argument where I think they were trying to make a serious movie. They were trying to make a movie that was scary and suspenseful, even though it maybe didn't come out that way. (laughs) I think, uh,
0: that might be one place where we're going to have to agree to disagree. I want to go sure. find out what what they say what they say about it. I'm curious now. I definitely think they were trying to make us feel scared and unsettled, but I think they I think they also thought it was funny. But I don't know. Maybe not. Like you said, they were they were only 21 or so. Um, I also love the way the demons like to. Or would you say they're demons, deadites? I guess.
1: No, they're demons because I demons wrote that possessing. down. Candarian Can, demons. Okay. And I put a question mark after it because I'm like, I think they just made that up. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what a Candarian demon is. Did they, I don't think they ever mentioned a deadite in the first movie. It was demons, right?
0: That uh, would, be yeah. Something they no. probably added later. Yeah, yeah. Or
1: changed. Either
0: way, I I really like how th- once they possess somebody that whatever that is, we'll say dead. they like to mess with you yeah. or the, the other characters yeah. like they'll have, anyway, or they'll like try to play on your sympathies mm-hmm. by right before you kill them. They turn back into normal. I'm totally okay. Why are you doing this? Some of them were just plain annoying. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. It feels like that whole three stooges thing. And, and it, I almost get the impression that they actually could just kill everyone right away if they wanted to but they want to have more fun playing around with them yeah so.
1: that's the evil part <laughs> and that's how they're way different from zombies the possession part is actually what kind of freaks me out the most mm-hmm. about the movie is you know something that you absolutely cannot control and the looks on
0: their faces when they like his um, girlfriend she's like yeah like that
1: it was freaky what do you do Yeah, I guess I got to kill my girlfriend.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What is it like to be possessed? Like, are you even conscious? Are you suffering? Are you feeling the way that like suddenly you feel like killing your girlfriend?
1: It's hard to say.
0: Mm -hmm. I mean, we see, we'll talk about it more next time because Ash gets possessed and then he comes back from it.
1: Yeah. And in this movie, his girlfriend did the same thing. That's right. She came out in the doorway. She was completely possessed, and then she went back to looking normal and was pleading, oh, Ash. Yeah, and
0: I think she actually was normal, right? She wasn't just...
1: That's the part. I don't know. Was yeah. she or was
0: it the demon right. pretending? Yeah, because we know the one downstairs was definitely present- pretending.
1: Yeah. I think she was too far gone. <laughs> uh, I guess that's about it with my number four, which you Uh, Well, I don't know how much time or whether we should even talk about it, but the tree rape.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Tree rape scene. (laughs) Well, what do you want to say about it? You want me to step into that one?
1: I want to, well, I want to say that when I first saw it, I thought to myself, oh, that's horrible. That's, you can't do that. I don't (laughs) think you could get, I don't think you can get away with doing that today. Mm -hmm. But then as i watched the movie, I thought, well, I I can see, you know, plausible the justification is is that it's probably how she got possessed is from the tree but then i don't know i had mixed emotions about it i was like gosh i don't know if if they should have put that in there but (laughs) they did and i watched it and i think in the end i was okay with it yeah
0: i think it's definitely of its time um it seems a lot more wrong now than it did Back then, just because of the kinds of things they put in movies, like in reanimator, they had a severed head, like eating out a woman or something. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And so, you know, teenage kids would probably as sick as it sounds, get kind of a thrill out of seeing something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, I felt that too. Like, I'm like, oh, fuck, I don't remember this part. That's horrible. (laughs) When I watched it last night and they, I think they repeat it again in evil dead Two or something like it, but maybe not quite as graphic. Yeah, I don't think anyone got raped. Yeah, okay. But there was a tree that grabbed her. Yeah, woman. yeah, there
1: was the wood still came alive.
0: Right, but this was clearly a, a tree rape. Yeah, this so, was full on. Yeah. So what I um boiled it down to for me to to be more okay with it was what I was saying before that this movie is unashamedly gratuitous and yeah. over the top cuz they really did I mean, you could justify it saying, well that's how uh she got possess but they really spent a lot of time so you would know exactly what was happening like we want you to see this you know and uh, it's another way that the movie fucks with you but it's just the movie is so over the top and gratuitous and it I think it fit in with it did the other stuff that was going on in the movie I don't know I mean I'm not gonna say I I don't think it, it should be in there but if they did that today then I think it would probably be more of a mistake
1: i wonder what the uh, i wonder what sam remy would say about that now yeah
0: right i bet you i i don't know but i have a feeling he would say i don't know fuck fucking. Anyway. <laughs> we <You> were 19 <laughs> what the hell yeah. what do you want exactly it's this is a, a horror fantasy so you're gonna have some disturbing shit and i want there to be disturbing stuff you know
1: and you know interestingly too i, I did not make it campy I don't think that was one of the contributing factors to making the movie campy. I mean, that was kind of, it was pretty serious. Yeah. That was one of the more, that might be an argument
0: for why not to put it in there because it did feel different tonally than a lot of the other stuff. You know, it was more like, Oh God. Yeah. (laughs) Versus (laughs) no. Oh my God. No. All right. My number three is the camp. And we've talked about all of that, a lot of that. Um, one thing I know, I, I, you know, just watching it, I was thinking, kind of keeping an eye on how campy and funny it was going to be. And one of the first scenes, they're driving along, and they're driving over the bridge, and then it starts to fall apart. Remember? Yeah, yeah. And then... Um, they don't seem to notice, but then Ash looks out and sees a piece of wood fall and he gets this like Ooh, look on his face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I think you could be right. It's just the fact that uh, they probably weren't the greatest actors. No, yeah. <laughs> but it was funny. It and was. it reminded me of Ash uh, later on, the Ash that we see later on. Yeah. Just how over the top the whole thing was. Uh, the way, a lot of times too, when they saw somebody being kind of turned or possessed they just stand there and get these like kind of Ooh, oh my god oh, looks on their yeah, faces what are we gonna do <laughs> and it just came off funny to me so whether or not it was intended um i found it pretty pretty funny
1: i did too i mean i agree the movie's campy as hell but mm. i don't know if it was intentionally campy yeah in i got you. my argument
0: but i thought it worked as a, as a campy movie yeah I did you know? like i I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I wasn't sure I was going to enjoy it, but I did.
1: That's the whole reason we're doing this. <laughs> well, Evil Dead 2 for me. Evil Dead more... 2, Army of Darkness. Yeah. It's Ash. That's my number three. Right on. Ashley himself. is mm-hmm. the same old Ash, just without the one-liners, without, you know, the over-the-top campy acting mm-hmm. where he, he goes with his, you know, with his uh, skills there. But, um. How come Ash didn't uh, turn into a, uh, how come he wasn't possessed in this movie?
0: Well, he was at the end. I think that's probably why. I hadn't thought about it until you just asked, but um, he was the last one standing, and then the last thing we see is the demon enter him.
1: The demon taking him, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, throughout the whole movie, he was was stabbed in the arm, he was mauled on the leg, he swallowed gallons of blood, (laughs) he was bitten, and he never turned once. Right.
0: I, I really think that the only reason for that is because they wanted us to feel like maybe he would make it out of there and then he gets possessed at the end and I don't think they knew that they were going to be making any sequels at that point so the ending of this movie is supposed
1: to be well they're all yeah, they're all gone that was a bit of a gap because and then Shelly turns but she was never touched she was never injured yeah it,
0: it doesn't totally make sense no and the, and the only way that I could, if I wanted to make this make sense in story is I really think that the demons are incredibly powerful and they can pretty much do whatever they want. So they were just doing, uh, having as much fun as they could. And the way to have fun with Ash was to have everybody else around him turn into demons and him have to deal with it. Yeah, <laughs> you know? that makes sense. <laughs> But my number two is Ash as well, and one thing that I didn't remember that surprised me is that he was kind of a sensitive guy,
1: right? <laughs> he... that was, that's hilarious. Whenever he got emotional about his girlfriend, everything around him would stop, and the you know the melodramatic music yeah. would start, and he'd have maybe thirty seconds of emotional time, and then all of a sudden, boom! Right back to <laughs> demons and gore and shotguns.
0: Yeah, he was the sweet. Yeah, like he. The other guy was more of the. Well, he was a dickhead for sure, but he had the bravado that ash (laughs) later comes to have Yeah, so it was interesting to see him that way. It was kind of cool actually, but He's not so much like that. Well, maybe he is but in a more of a i'm your daddy kind of a way Yeah, then I love you so much,
1: you know (laughs) (laughs) I'm your daddy
0: like, that's his attitude. Like, hey, baby, give me some sugar. Oh, body. okay. You know yeah, what I mean? I see what you mean. Right? <laughs> like, he's still a caring person, is what I'm trying to say, but um, in a way that's more like, I'll, I'll take care of you. Yeah. Versus, I, I love you so much. You know, that was his learned response to women. <laughs> uh, spoken like an experienced father and husband. <laughs> um so what else oh and then i forgot his name was ashley that's hilarious what was his last name come on ashley would they really name him ashley if it wasn't a comedy intentionally (laughs) yeah right yeah (laughs) uh ashley williams ash williams i think
1: is it williams i think so huh
0: and then uh i loved when he started to kind of go crazy at the end he reminded me more
1: of the ash from the future movies yeah As, as, you know, flawed as this character is, when he goes into survival mode, he goes into beast mode. Yeah. It's cool.
0: I love it. All right. What's your number
1: two?
0: Uh, We already cover everything.
1: Number two, yeah. We we kind of already covered it uh, with the, um, you know, the creepiness, the overall creepiness, the overall, Mm -hmm. you know, suspense. I mean... The movie was, I think the movie was scary. Yeah. It was much scarier than the other two movies. And I think they intentionally did that. Mm-hmm.
0: Although I know it was a lot scarier for me back then than now that I'm kind
1: of desensitized to stuff like that. Yeah. I got creeped out a little bit. Oh, I remember good. I was watching it last night at my computer and uh, I was, you know, taking notes and doing other stuff too. But then I, you know, started watching it. My eyes were big and I'm like, really paying yeah, attention my ears are forward you know and then all of a sudden somebody would say something behind me like my daughter would come in and be like oh <laughs> don't do that i'm watching the movie and the hairs on the back of your neck stand up a little bit that's great yeah it happened to me like twice mm-hmm. and it was both times when um it was you know the threat of being possessed Have that you, freaks me out you don't watch a lot of scary movies right uh, not normal activity tr- not true horror or you know shock and awe kind of movies i i do the campy horror stuff yeah that's what i like i like to laugh what about when we were playing that pt game yeah that was scary (laughs) that was too scary
0: (laughs) (laughs) i yeah i never uh thought i would hit a point where it was too scary but i think that was too scary i just didn't want to play it anymore
1: i stay away from those type of video games (laughs) i just can't do it i mean i you know I scream like a little girl. I get upset. (laughs) My heart pounds. That's hilarious. Too old for this. Yeah.
0: It's like, what am I doing this? It's not pleasant, (laughs) but I still want to put, I did actually end up pushing through that, but, uh, uh, I still, yeah, there's another game that I haven't. It's called amnesia. I got, I just got too scared playing it by myself. (laughs) (laughs) Ash would have played it. Okay. My number one is filming style, which we've, covered in pretty extensively. So what,
1: what about you? My number one was the end. The uh, the little montage there where the bodies were decaying, the demons, you know, after he mm-hmm. threw the book into the fire mm-hmm. and the demons were melting and all this pus and oatmeal was coming out. <laughs> yeah, was cockroaches, like snakes. I actually laughed out loud when I saw the cockroaches and the snakes. I'm like, oh, look, everything that's pure evil is coming out of these things. Cockroaches yeah. are pure evil? <laughs> snakes? Oatmeal? <laughs> <laughs> but I love Ray Harryhausen, you know, the god the, the the father of all that stop motion kind of stuff. Oh yeah. You know, the, from did the science do... fiction movies in the fifties and sixties.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. I don't think he did one. What this it made one. me think of okay, okay. I remember um I think it was one crazy summer. It was some John Cusack movie where he worked at a burger place and then the burger starts dancing around. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> it reminded me of
1: that. Yeah, there's, you know, I mean, there's tons of stop motion stuff out there, but mm-hmm. uh, I, I love science fiction. It's, it's my favorite genre and um, watched a lot of that stuff. So I, I really enjoyed that part.
0: I did too. I mean, it very much dates the movie, but it was really cool and really well done and totally disgusting. <laughs> it was, it was gross. <laughs> That oatmeal stuff looked like actually it could be some kind of pussy, bodily excretion to me.
1: There's all kinds of stuff coming out. That was yeah. nasty. Too bad <laughs> it, it's it turned to mold.
0: Ugh. Okay, let's go on to some listener responses now. These are uh, just a few short comments from you guys about the movie or the fact that we're doing this podcast.
1: Scott Madison. Toolshed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that says it all Enough said yeah. Michael Koska says I love the original Hi Scott by the way He's a good friend of ours So If you're listening yeah, yeah hi Scott I thought that was totally cool To see your name on there Michael Koska says I love the original Evil Dead I prefer the outrageousness In the camp factor in two But the first one set the bar Yeah totally Terry Rulo Yes <laughs> That's when Terry saw our podcast star Karina from Twitter says I just got so excited You guys are so insightful And I cannot wait
1: And Nancy Wolf, my favorite horror trilogy. Awesome. Ned Rowe says groovy. Groovy. Barry Lynn Neal, love the original. One of the better bad horror movies out there. (laughs) I enjoy how the special effects look like they took stuff from craft services to make them. Yeah, good point. (laughs) Oh, meal. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess you could say that. But I just think it's
0: great. I don't. I don't consider it a bad horror movie. But I get what you're saying. Jamie Dimick says, "Did you get to see or hear the musical? It's totally worth searching out if you haven't." I haven't seen
1: it, but I have You've the soundtrack, some of the songs. Yeah. Uh, Sequoia Vasquez Arona, the musical kicks Deadite ass. I wonder if uh, I guess you can see it on video. I don't know, or if it's actually well, some being of it on YouTube somewhere.
0: Brian Campbell says, here's what you do. So I think this is in response to someone who said they weren't going to watch it because it's on stars and they don't have stars. He says, here's what you do. Call your cable provider. Tell them that you're considering switching to direct TV or some other service and let them offer you stars for a year. I've had it for free for the past two years. Oh, and I don't want to brag, but Campbell's rock.
1: Yeah. Cool. Uh, name.
0: That's uh, devious, but I like it. Okay, so that's it for the Evil Dead. Next time on our podcast in a couple of weeks or so. Yeah. Yeah. We'll cover Evil Dead 2, which you and I have already covered on a podcast once before, but we'll just do it again.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, we could do it. We could do every podcast <laughs> on, Evil, on, Dead on 2. The
0: Evil Dead 2. And then uh, we'll talk about what we're hoping for in the new series. So we'll do a little segment on that. All right, that's our show episode one thank you for listening everybody if you want to call us you can call us at 650-485-DEAD that's 650-485-3323 and we might play your call on the
1: next podcast you can email us at groovy at podcastica.com
0: and you can find us on the web at podcastica.com or on facebook at uh, facebook.com slash podcastica all right
1: that's our show thanks for listening I'll swallow your soul. I'll swallow your soul.